Wait a second, I didn't know Santa Claus had a cousin living in Minnesota. I'm Jackie. He not only repos cars, but ladies' hearts. I'm Justin. Rubbin's racing, unless you're this fucking guy. I'm Sam, and this is Repo Jake on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies. I messed it up again. Um, I'm Justin, Sam, and Jack here, here as always. This week on the show, currently streaming on Freevee, but you can just get through through Amazon Prime. I don't know why we need two things, but anyways, that's here. My first question but go ahead it's called repo jake starring grizzly adams and the old man from the wedding singer and that's it carmen philby oh wow jackie's bringing philby bringing bringing (laughs) she's got everything all lined up look at her go yeah you know i just wanted you gentlemen to know that although the last nine years i've been completely fucking lazy about this podcast I started bringing up the cast list so that I don't have to ask the ridiculous questions of who, which one was that because I don't know anybody's <laughs> name. So nice. I just decided that I could follow along with Sam's interesting uh, movie thingies if I had the cast list up. And then I could see their picture and I know who they are. No, it's not that at all. You just loved Grizzly Adams so much mm-hmm. that this week you've been inspired to uh, Academia by Dan Haggerty. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I was gonna say his name is not Grizzly Adams; it is Dan Haggerty. I've got it up. <laughs> he's the Jeremiah Johnson of Grizzly Adams. Man, this guy's right up my alley. Really? Yeah, like he is hunky. Stuff? Oh my god, I think he's hot. He's a you know this is one of those he used weird... to be a bodybuilder. Oh, okay. He's he's a big dude. He like Red Brown would struggle against this guy. He's just big. I'm curious. I mean, if this was a, like a fighting movie, if he if he he must not be very athletic because otherwise he'd punch a bunch. He's like sixty. Yeah. Well, yeah. In that, this, like, you got to think about. He was in fucking Frankie and Annette movies, right? But at the he's same time, fucking old. He's never he's never taken his point. shirt off. That's the thing. Like, if this was a punchy movie, they'd have to take their shirts off, and we'd be like, "Is he shredded? Is he not shredded?" But either way, I know that he is a big dude. I believe he was pretty shredded back in the day, like in the 60s. Okay. All right. All right. This is 1990. Tell me, Sam, uh, do you like movies about gladiators? I do not. Okay. All right. Just, just you know, shirtless men. Um, I love movies he, about gladiators. <laughs> would, he, uh, would he have been around for any of the gladiator movies? Maybe like some Hercules stuff? Why don't I just jump into this right jump now? Into then? It. Dan Haggerty uh, was, he's from L.A., his dad was a union head for uh, the filmmaker technicians union, so he probably worked at a lab. So this is, you know, his path to uh, getting into Hollywood or whatever, being big, and then his dad's already in the union. Okay. So in the 60s, his first movie was Muscle Beach Party. Muscle Beach Party. Frankie and Annette, okay. where he plays Biff Muscle Man. Hmm. Nice. So he must have been pretty fucking cut up. I did not care enough to go back and try to find any of that because I will admit right now that I hate the beach party movies. They're terrible. They're ja- awful. Jackie, where are you at on the beach party movies? I don't even think I've ever seen one, but I'm looking up Biff Muscle Man here. 
But you, I don't think you're going to yeah, find it. You're not going to find it. It's clearly the, he was like an extra that maybe had one line or it's something. It's an extra. Yeah. He was an extra. Like he, So he's Biff Musselman. He's an extra in an Elvis movie mm-hmm. right after that. Which then I would, he's I would in, lump together. The Elvis movies and the Beach Party movies. I'm, I'm not interested in any of it. The Elvis movies, I think, are better. I can't be bothered to find out for sure because I don't like them either. Yeah. <sighs> I was hoping Jackie was going to say somewhere like, oh, I love the Beach Party movies. And I could like be like, why? I need somebody to defend the existence of this. You know why those even exist? Mm, the Beach Party movies? Yeah. Uh, cocaine? No, because Gidget. Gidget was such a success. Yeah, okay. That that shit flew. And it's everything that Gidget is not, right? Like, Gidget is fucking great. But that shit sucks. And then after that, he's... His title... He gets titled extra roles as Bearded Biker, like, six okay. times. All right, all right. Yeah. Like, six times. He's in... Uh, he's in Easy Rider as an extra. Okay. all right. Which is odd. Which is where he ends up getting Bearded Biker, like, six fucking times. Um, Really nothing happens for him... Until Grizzly Adams. Yeah. And I did not know this because I didn't really care for Grizzly. I didn't know. I didn't know Grizzly Adams other than the butt of several jokes. Yeah, it was before our time. Because it was 74 was the movie. Okay, it's definitely before. And then when they decided to make the series, it's like the guy from the movie never makes the series, mm-hmm. right? It's always somebody else. Mm-hmm. But if your career trajectory is that of Dan Haggerty, you're in the show, too. Yeah. While he was doing the show, he was at a restaurant in Los Angeles, and a waiter had a flaming drink and caught him on fire. Oh, my God. He had I third found degree his burns. muscle man. Oh, Jesus, Jackie. We moved on from the muscle man. Like, we're way oh, past no, he, it. Dude, yeah, he was. He is jacked. Okay. All right. Okay. Now we know. And he's- I found a picture where he's got really short shorts on, and he's got a big wiener. <laughs> he's a big, big wiener guy. Okay, I, I just don't see how he didn't end up. Is a superstar, Sam. Big wiener guy. <laughs> I big wiener guy because he wouldn't cut his beard. That's, well, one, he caught on fire, and that like really put a hamper on the production schedule for Grizzly Adams, and it, it wasn't doing that well, so it eventually just gets canceled. Getting caught on fire is, I think, not good. Like, I think it's a bad. It's not. Yeah, I think it, it usually ends poorly. Like, there's negatives to it, so no surprise there. Do you know when they finally gave up on Grizzly Adams? Because there was a bunch of Grizzly Adams, at least three television events and TV movies. I'm going to guess 92. 2000. My God. They did not give up on that shit until the year 2000. Who was watching it? Wow. In the year 2000, there would still be Grizzly Adams television events. Who was watching it? Isn't that like right at the tail end of when like Lifetime is just putting whatever on, right? Yeah. Like it's got to be a Lifetime yeah, thing. Probably. And then just imagine how Grizzly Adams was PG before it was on Lifetime, but they just have to make it more PG because that's how they roll. Imagine how shitty that is. It would be like, terrible. It would be terrible. Yeah. Didn't he have a bear? Yes, that's what the point of Grizzly... Ah, that was... So none of us know any Grizzly Adams is, is what I'm guessing, because I have Grizzly Adams trivia. Okay. Uh, probably not going to be good at it. What was Grizzly Adams' first name? Dan. Jeremiah. I didn't get oh. to guess. Well, sorry. Was it was dumb. None of us liked great. I was hoping one of us liked Grizzly Adams. I was say it was Steve. on reruns. Yeah. Well, let's keep none playing. of us. You yeah. know, it's not just the three of us here, Sam. There is a vast community 
uh, listening right now, uh, a global sensation that is Stinker Madness. So let's keep playing for the sake of our tens of fans. That was all of the Grizzly That's Adams it? Trivia. Was one question? Yeah. God damn it, you suck at trivia. <laughs> did Grizzly Adams have a beard? He did indeed. Yes. <laughs> also, did you know that Dan Haggerty pretty much never, like no one ever saw this guy without the beard. Yeah. Okay. Except for the 1963 movie where he's Biff Muscle Man. Right. He doesn't have a beard? He yeah. does not have a beard. It was very hard to recognize him. Hmm. So maybe the whole like living Grizzly Adams lifestyle actually hurt his career. Maybe. 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 I don't know. At this point, by, by 90, this is like, he's old. Mm-hmm. He's not in good shape. The best is behind him. He looks bad in this. Um, also. Wait, 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 did, wait, wait, wait. He he looked good okay, look in this up, movie. Look up Grizzly Adams and look at a picture of him when he's younger and you'll be like, oh my God. No, yeah. I think he he's looks the, better as an older gentleman. And as a portly guy stuffed into a Jordache you're jacket. You're talking to Jackie, yeah. Sam. It's not going to make sense. Trying and, to rationalize her thoughts. And did you see the hair on that man? Full head of luxurious hair. I actually made the comment, like, I wonder how long it takes him to do his hair. Because he, oh my God, this, I don't care what age this man is. He was good looking back then. He's good looking in this movie. He wore the same clothes for seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. he did. Everyone (laughs) changes clothes except him. Dan Haggerty is an anime. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did have, he had a sweater look. Mm-hmm. And then he had his members-only jacket with a flannel. Nope. That is a Jordash jacket. Yeah, it's a Jordash. Oh, okay. The, the bad guy, Robert Axelrod, who's the voice of Zed from the Power Rangers, will wear a members-only jacket later. But Dan Haggerty is... There is more Jordash in this movie, because there's a bunch of Jordash pants. And you can just spot them, mm-hmm. because it's like... Their jeans made to look not like jeans, kind of poofy and stupid. <laughs> and... All sorts of Jordash all over this thing. I had a Jordan. I, I had that Jordash jacket. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I felt sure. like a total tool when I wore it. Um, he also so, had yeah, adorable, cute little slippers that he wore for the entire movie. Yeah, but he doesn't have shoes. He has slippers. He's moccasins because yeah, he's Grizzly right, Adams, right. even when he's not Grizzly yeah, Adams. I guess in L.A. Which is. Which landed him in films like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after Grizzly Adams, he did a horror movie with Linda Blair. He did a bunch of okay. shit like you, this. You, I've done, I couldn't. I was surprised at how many of these crappy action Linda movies Blair he's movie been out. Like that sounds all right with me because I haven't seen that. What's it called? Yeah. Oh crap! Great. Great. He, he you, didn't even. Write I remembered it down. Elves. He's in Elves. Yeah, he's in Elves. Uh, which we should probably do Elves at some point. Um. But it hasn't been available. That's why, that's why it never gets pulled yeah. the trigger on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you you did your research. You saw that Dan Haggerty and Linda Blair were in a movie and you couldn't be bothered to write the title down. That seems like, hey, here's an episode. Um, I guess I hate Grizzly Adams because I just like in my mind, I was like, we'll do every Linda Blair movie. But this one <laughs> because Dan fucking Haggerty's in it. <laughs> Weird. Two out of three Sneaker Madnesses like Dan Haggerty. One does Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I think he's great. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the last movie he did was in 2000. Okay. It was uh, 
It looks really bad. It's called Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. Ooh, that's... Oh my god, that seems like it's going to be an episode. Well, that you should, should be probably preview that, Jackie. Yeah. You're not allowed to pick that unless you watch at least 20 minutes of yeah, it first. Yeah, that could be Asylum bad. It's. I think it's an Asylum movie. Yeah. Mm. Or it's not. It's actually off. It's like an off-Broadway version of Asylum, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes oh, no. those are fun. The institution. That's what that spider movie that was so fun was like kind of off-Broadway version of uh, whatever, the asylum. Right. So the guy that directed this okay. is sort of interesting. His name is Joseph Mary. Okay. M-E-R-H-I, Syrian-born. He saw a Humphrey Bogart movie, and he's like, I must do this. And he graduates high school, and he comes to America. Okay. He does not make it to Hollywood. He's washing dishes in New York. Eventually, he makes it to Las Vegas, where he starts his own chain of Pizza companies called Pizza and Pizza. Pizza. Pizza and Pizza. Pizza and Pizza. Making me think that he's like pushing the pizza so hard that the sign outside says, if you don't want pizza, you're in the wrong fucking place. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I wonder, because he sells this eventually and starts making movies. But after he gets about five of these restaurants up and running, he sells it. And so I'm like, I wonder if Pizza and Pizza still exists. So I go to Pizza and Pizza's website. And a picture of a fucking hamburger comes oh up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. You're kidding They me. have pizza, but they have wings, and they can you can get a fucking hamburger there. What, what, but with the name Pizza and pizza, pizza, maybe maybe when he was still running things, they weren't all fucking freelancing all over the menu. But right now, you go and their fucking hamburger comes up on their goddamn website. That's pizza and stuff. That's not pizza That's and pizza. Pizza and burgers and wings. And you can get, like, it seemed like there was some good deals. There was, like, a lunch deal that was like eight chicken wings and french fries for 7.99 wow. i was like i'm offended by the hamburger on here but this deal looks great no, pizza i will things. be in vegas at the end of october so i will look up pizza and pizza yeah maybe uh, so he's an american he produced 125 films no, no we're back on this guy how do you get involved because he's, he's a american he sold his pizza and pizza franchise and made movies and moved to LA and started making movies. Okay. How do you just move to LA and start making movies? Well, if you have a huge chunk of cash for selling Mm -hmm. five restaurants, Mm -hmm. you've got a head start on everybody else. Yep. So also if you do like what he's doing here, which is obviously shooting without permits in 16 million. Um, also a head start. Uh, was it worth it? Getting rid of pizza and pizza. Did he succeed as a filmmaker or should he stuck? I will answer that because he produced 125 films. Hey, Jesus. He directed 333 of them. Wow. By his fifth film, he runs into one Robert Zadar. Okay. All right. And the collaborations will continue. In fact, we've probably watched some Robert Zadar movies that he produced unwittingly knowing that these were his movies. Hmm. By his 11th directorial effort, Jim Brown will be among the cast members. All right, all right. He does movies with Gary Daniels, Don the Dragon Wilson, Eric Estrada, Lorenzo Lamas. Cynthia Rothrock. It's not. Damn it. No, I don't. I don't. Maybe, maybe not. I, he didn't direct anything. And from what I'm looking at, like, it seems like if you were going to get in on the game and you were somebody, he was going to direct a movie with you once at least. Okay. Um, if you were going to get in on his little game that he had going here. Uh, but you made me lose my track of thought with Cynthia Rothrock. 
Yeah, she um, that to you. It's just like every time you hear her name, it's like a kick to the head. And maybe because he's got Richard Norton in about five of these things. Right. So I could just look harder, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I looked pretty hard. I looked at this for like all last night and for like an hour today. I just like the who's who to put together possible future episodes. Riot starring Gary Daniels, Charles Napier, Patrick Kilpatrick mm. and Sugar Ray Leonard. Ooh, okay. All right. Great. Now you're going zero off zero tolerance. What, 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 what? Now you're going off with all of these other people that I don't have the cast list for, and I'm like, no, I think I know who that is. You don't have Shit. the cast list for Sugar Ray fucking Leonard. I don't know who that is. What the fuck? He's the uh, I just want to fly. Oh god, damn it. put your arms around me. Baby. No, that's Lenny Kravitz. I hate no, that guy. Not. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is going to come to your house and tip over your fucking trash can. That's insulting. You guys got fucking real talent. Jesus. Oh, Jackie, you're, you're so sorry. All right. I, so, yeah. Zero Tolerance, starring Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. Titus Welliver, Miles O'Keefe, okay. and Mick Fleetwood? Wow. Jackie's like, who's Mick Fleetwood? No, He's from Fleetwood Mac. I know you know who Mick. Okay. Maximum Force starring Sam. The one that sings, I just want to (laughs) fly. No, that's Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) It's not. It's Sugar Ray, Jackie. That's why it was Sugar Ray Leonard joke. (laughs) Oh, that guy? It's not a guy. It's a band. Sugar Ray Leonard is a guy. Sugar Ray is a shitty band. <laughs> okay, now I'm up to speed. Let's keep going. <laughs> <sighs> Maximum Force has Sam Jones, John Saxon, Richard Lynch, and Mickey Rudy. Sam J. Jones? Yep. Penis guy? All right. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to go ahead. The first sort of movie he did he did a trilogy of him that's called like a LA Heat I think mm-hmm. and at the tail end of his movie producing it happens around the late 90s and he's gonna sell the company but he pushes through LA Heat into a TV series as sort of his swan song in producing uh, and he sells like right at the right time to get out because it's like right after this is when all those reality shows are buying up rights. You've got Winorski buying footage that he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So he like gets out of the shitty movie game right when it's at its primest value. And now he owns a bunch of hotels and shit. Okay. So he's rich as fuck. Yeah. All right. He made all these movies. That answers your question. What, what a, happened to this guy? What an interesting. You can character. go to his website. He's he loves himself. You can go to his website <laughs> and read all about him. That's what I did. Okay. Right. Who is he married to? He doesn't say. Mrs. He likes all the ladies. Yeah. He likes dudes? I feel like he has a pretty good finger on a pulse to where to find the strippers after seeing this one. Yeah, no shit, huh? Okay. All right. Uh, what else? Anything? Anything interesting? That's a, I mean, that's the most interesting thing about it is that the pizza and pizza guy yeah. made a bunch of action movies and we knew how, I mean, we now have a new vein of prime bad action movies well i was looking at dan haggerty dan haggerty is that haggerty haggerty dan haggerty yeah Uh, i was looking at his filmography and he's definitely got a a 
plethora, plethora of stinkers. Some alien bullshit. Yep. A couple alien movies. Yeah, he's. I was surprised to find out how many shitty movies Dan Haggerty was in. Yeah. Yeah, so. And then uh, the love interest in this, if you can call it that, the uh, victim of erectile dysfunction, as I will call her, for the rest of the episode. Uh, Dana Bentley, do you drink? She was in uh, or the the uh, Fertil and Ray Bad Girls from Mars. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what about? She's been in Steve- the Warner Orsky. I think she was in the th- the Hills Have Thighs too, with one, the Warner Orsky booby movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Steve Wilcox, better known as Blondie in this movie? Oh, yeah. He, big deal. Yeah, he's a super big deal. What are you talking he about? actually, Chinese? she has the cast list up. I know. She, but- and she's pumping me for information on a guy who probably does, like, Christian music videos <laughs> or oh, okay, whatever he I can just- do to scrape together cash. Oh, no, look at this. Jackie, got- he was in Goldilocks. And the three can't read Goldilocks and the three bears <laughs> in 2008, which looks like it was 3D animated by 12 year olds. Okay, all right. For six year olds. He's also in The Sons of Anarchy, The X Files, and The Forgotten. Yeah, probably as an and extra. And The Pretender. As an extra. extra. <laughs> He's not a person. Of Look up Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> That's what you need to be looking up right now. <laughs> no, I don't like Lenny Kravitz. He can suck a dick. Whoa! He can eat a turd. I not even suck a dick. That's too good for him. He can, he can eat a turd. I will give why, her why, the why? the song that she is confusing Sugar Ray with the "I Just Want to Fly Away" song is arguably the worst piece of '90s music. It's really just music in general. That song uh, no. blows ass. I can I can one up you, American Woman. Butterfly by Crazy Town is just that only shittier. It's got a decent hook, Sam. It's got a decent hook. Fucking fly doesn't have anything. It is trash. And like the <sighs> rhyming scheme on it is like, what the hell are you talking about, Lenny? How, what happened to freaking? Are you gonna go my way? That song was like liquid gold on fire. Okay, wait, and then you I start, hate that song. No, oh, are you gonna go my way? Is a badass song, Jackie. No, it's not. The drummer uh, for uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way ended up marrying Santana, just as a side note that I learned a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Carlos Santana. He did I Just Want to (laughs) Fly. I thought you were talking about Barry Santana. Barry Santana. (laughs) Okay, let's do this movie. Repo Jake. Uh, <laughs> so Jake, Repo Jake, wait, he has a name, it, it's like Jake Baxter or something like that, they say it. Jake, Jake Baxter, yeah. Jake Baxter, former Marine Recon uh-huh. and race car driver. Yeah, from Minnesota, knee. He's not. New York City. We'll find out later. Yeah. He's from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the Bronx. He's from the fucking streets, man. He was <sighs> busting legs for the mob, and he's like, I can't do this anymore. I got to move to Minnesota. Minnesota, home of the Minnesota Vikings. Did you know that? The best football team in the world. Because <laughs> that's how he says it. I'm from Minnesota, home of the Minnesota Vikings. And then he's like, uh, or he goes, he gives a little fist bump to it. He introduces it. It's like, yeah, no shit. Minnesota is the home of the Minnesota Vikings. It's in the goddamn name, name Jake. Yeah. 
Also, the Minnesota Vikings stink in 1990. It's true. Like, they're terrible. It's true. Yeah. Name their quarterback. It's not Dante Culpepper. It's not, because that's post them trading for Cunningham yeah. in the mid to late 90s. Yeah, yeah Cunningham um, was before, that's right. Yeah, shit, man, I don't know. Anyways, we're going to move on from that. He wasn't as good as Bubby Brister, because that's the crappiest quarterback who I can remember their name. Yeah, okay. Um... So he moves to the he moves to the big city, L.A. He's there. Oh no no no! You gotta you gotta explain it better because what's happening here he walks there. is that this music sucks. It's like it's like somebody opened a can of generic blues and it flew out like those snakes in the can of peanuts. It it's is. just terrible. It is glorious and. I am already almost in tears laughing because the music's so bad. And I'm like, these aren't stock shots. He's shooting it in a way where he's copying stock shots, <laughs> but he doesn't have any. So he's just making his own stock shots and there's shitty music. And Dan Haggerty's walking to wherever from the airport with a TV in his hand. Nothing on him but his bag of clothes and a portable television. <laughs> and a portable television. And the song's over and you're like, oh my God, he had to use the whole, we had to watch Dan Haggerty walk through the whole song. The whole song. But then another song starts because we're not done watching Dan Haggerty just fucking walk my, around. My yet. third line is walks and walks and walks. <laughs> it's just like, you got off the bus. Get a cab, dude. The sun is setting. You're going to get stabbed. It's LA in the nineties. You don't know where you are. You're going to end up yeah. in South Park and get your fucking shit jacked. But, you know, he did do a very cool thing during the walking scene where as he's holding his miniature TV in his hand, mm -hmm. he pulls out money from his pocket and gives it to the, to the uh, street urchin that's playing his guitar. Like he's done this a million times. It wasn't difficult for him. He just smooth. Yep. He's got uh, street urchin money dialed up. Um He's also wearing a flannel shirt and a jacket, yeah. and it's 80 fucking it's degrees hot, outside. Man. God, get an air-conditioned car. Instead of giving that bump some money, fucking call a cab, you jackass. Uh, anyways, he uh, sees a purse get snatched, because you can't just walk around the streets of L.A. in 1990. And uh, so they go on to destroy a pizzeria as he grabs this guy and throws him through a window. I'm assuming that this is a pizza and pizza. I don't think so. No, okay. this is just a restaurant because he's moved from pizza and pizza. To, this is in Los Angeles. Point. Yeah, it's, um, it's too bad. He throws the guy through the window and the, the attendant, the employee of the business just stares holding the phone. <laughs> I got, I got a good laugh out of that guy's acting <laughs> as well. And then he's beating this guy up and he like stands him up and the guy just kind of looks at him and he's like, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> And then he throws him through the other window again that's already been broken by this guy. Right. So the guy's already been broken through this window, and he goes through it again. And uh, then he gives the lady her purse back and tells the man he just beat up to have a nice day. Yep. You know, the thing about that pizza guy, Sam, that uh, he can't be bothered to, like, uh, hang up and call the police about this assault that's happening inside and, and destruction is because that's their guarantee. We will take your order and not hang up earlier or your pizza is free. Even if they're the UPSPS of pizzas. 
I would like to believe that he was already on the phone with the police from the robbery that just happened. <laughs> and that's why he's so shocked and just yeah. staring because he's like, yeah, can that, I add three broken windows to my order? It's, uh, it's happening again. <laughs> yeah. Now these are different guys. <laughs> okay. So, so this, the, the lady that he gets the, the purse back for, He's, she's like, oh my gosh, you're you're the best. Is there anything I can do for you? And he's like, actually, there is. I need a place to rent. And she's like, uh, uh, huh. Oh, you know what? I do have a place to rent because I'm an actual landlord. Like, no. How did that shake down? No, no. He's like, she she's just like, lives in the a, apartment. I've got a place right up ahead. That's my building. No, so the guy that that lived across the. Way from her moved out. She knows oh, that it's, it's vacant. She meant that it's the building where I live, not the building yeah. I own. Because she says, yes, there's an apartment opened up, just opened up in my building. Like my possessive building. I got duped there. You saw the landlord in the next shot. No, I thought yeah. that she was the tenant manager. Because a lot of those buildings. The Sam, tenant manager? Yeah, the, the, what are those guys? The, uh, For the purse lady on the street? No, they, like you, if you own a building, you don't run the building. You hire property a property manager. manager, but they're called something. They're, I thought they were a tenant. It's called a property no, a tenant, manager. Tenant manager is the person that, yeah. No, it's a property manager. If they're managing property, a building manager, uh, oh God, the guy that lives at the, the on the first floor. The and he's superintendent? The, the super. Yeah, the super. I thought she was a super. It's only a superintendent on the East Coast. Right. We don't call it that here. I guess that's true. We have to have fancy words like property manager and oxygen bars and shit like that because we're a bunch of pussies. Wait, I don't live on the West anymore. I'm just a boring Midwesterner. I don't even have an identity. Do you guys have superintendents in the Midwest? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We're out of the renting game, so we don't know what they're called. Yeah. And also, uh, we can't do that because uh, nobody pays their rent here. Like, everybody's too poor, so they just live on the streets. Yeah. So. Also, because she's like obviously hitting on him, and he just is like derp. But he's not even receptive to it. He's just like, "Oh, need an apartment." This is the very first time I write. The first of six times that I write down erectile dysfunction. <laughs> well, it gets even weirder because he goes to this apartment, and uh, the apartment manager is quite the lady. Uh, the she's a hooker. She is. She's got to be. She's got to be. Sure. I mean, that outfit is. She's either a mystic or a hooker. I'm not real sure. I think that she's both. And her name is Lavidia Croft. Lavidia Croft. Yeah. yeah. She's probably a palm reader as well. They have a lot of that in L.A. But she's like, okay, well, you can have it. You seem like a good guy. But if you bring any ladies here that stay expended extended period of time, uh, I'm going to have to charge you an extra $100. And he's like... Don't worry, that won't be a problem. <laughs> also, his apartment only costs, yeah, because of erectile dysfunction. Right. This is a commercial for uh, Viagra. <laughs> She's like, um, oh, I thought you were a man of, you know. <clears throat> so he asks her for re directions for this repo company, and she tells him because she knows where repo companies are. <laughs> No, her first it's, response to that was, do you owe money? And he was like, no, I just need a job there. Well, that's a pretty valid question she's raising as a landlord. You know, 
repo. What are you doing sure. involved with them? So I don't think that's weird, Jackie. I think that's a checks out. Uh, so he, he goes to work uh, and he meets the team. And I know instantly this movie is bullshit because they are all working on cars and none of them have a drop of grease on them. There is a guy wearing a red polo and it looks like it just came off the rack. Yep. That's not how that works. Nope. I can't. Also, why are they? I mean, <clears throat> you just get them and bring them back to the dealership. Yeah, right. There's like, I got questions about this because, uh, yeah, these guys, they're the whole team are repo guys. There's not like, okay, we've got four repo guys and then we're also running a mechanic gig on the side because we got tow trucks and all that sort of stuff. They don't even have tow trucks, they don't do the tow truck thing. They try to get the keys. That's their repo ways. Or at one point there was mention of hot wiring, but at no point in time do they tow any of them. And, no. And then they, they're stealing cars. I think they're boosting freaking cars. And that's a chop shop in there. And at the very beginning, Bulldog says, if I had the fucking keys, I'd have my grandma go get it. Right. So they're stealing them. They're stealing them. I think, I think they're, yeah. But then that doesn't line up because we'll get to that later. Okay, but they're either a repossession thing with a mechanic job on the side or they're boosting cars and chopping them up. I'm not sure. Um, The sign did say that it was an auto, that they're actually a mechanic outfit as well. I don't know. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't can't be like you're a mechanic slash repo guy. You got to have a mechanic and repo guys because i want my valve cover gaskets done on my 72 uh ford bronco and you're out there repoing cars i i need my car back dude well here take this ltd instead doesn't know how keys work okay because you wouldn't if you were a repo guy you wouldn't be like oh i don't want to save myself the trouble from getting the keys if you have the VIN, you just go down and get a key that it's going to work with it. There's only so many keys for the cars. Of uh, Yeah, during this area, era, before the electronic key. Before the electronic thing, there was really only like, it was a one in 20 chance yeah, yeah. you could open somebody else's car. Okay, so this other repo guy comes in. His name is Lippy, and he has failed once again to repo a car. He is the worst repo man and I don't know how they he's still doing it because the way that the repo business works in this movie is you get paid when the car comes back and you get three months of payments worth. No. If the payment's $300, you get $300. Right. Okay. So you get, or you get three times the what the... No, I think that's what it, it's. You get exactly what the monthly payment is on it is okay. what you get right. for No, you get three times that. Okay, there you go. That's what I thought, too. So I thought that would be so he's going to repo because this now all of a sudden is just too much cash rolling out to these guys. A lot of money because that Taurus was like a five hundred dollar payment. Did you hear that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. So that's fifteen hundred like fifteen hundred bucks. That's good. Payola. You're doing that. He doesn't even need to do the rest of this movie because in two weeks, he'll have the money he needs. Right. Yeah, I mean, His rent's only five fifty at the apartment, and sometimes they're doing two. Like I mean, they come in and they get he, their notes, and sometimes there's two cars, and it's not saying that like he doesn't come in and get multiple notes per day of of cars to get, but at the minimum, he's got like two a day. So that's like 
maybe 3K. I mean, and it eventually makes 3K in one day. I mean, this is this can't be legal. It can't be. Otherwise, we'd all be no. doing it. <laughs> Big money. Well, I guess you don't have to know how to steal cars, though. They don't even steal them. They get the keys, Sam. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, this guy, he's like, I, I fucked it up. <laughs> they're, they're all like, you suck at repoing and jib, jab, jab. Uh, and uh, Jake's like, well, I can do it. Uh, okay, go ahead. And it it's pretty weird. It's the, this Taurus that we were just talking about. Yeah. This is a weird so, thing that happens here. I'm guessing this is the show. It has to be. Maybe. It's even even the super high output wasn't worth that much kind of cash. Right. Um so the guy that owns it knows that it's gonna be repoed, so he's just not gonna get out of it. He's just spinning cookies. He's just hot dogging. He's, he's just freewheeling all over the place, driving around Dan Haggerty in circles, being like, nah, 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 can't get me. <laughs> And then he gets out and he's like, all right, Repo Man, here's the keys. And he throws him his keys because he's got a spare key. I would have done it the other way around right. personally, but um, and kept the keys to my house and not given them to Dan Haggerty. Uh, but this guy has decided to throw caution to the wind and is just give all of his keys to Dan Haggerty. And then when Dan Haggerty goes to pick up the keys, he runs into him with his car. Fucking runs and then it's over. like. A repo rodeo, <laughs> and the music's all. Dar, 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 and this is whoa, no! He's hanging it's on. So weird. He's hanging on, and he has got grip of steel. It, it, Dan Haggerty or the stuntman, I'm not sure which is which, if, or unless they're the same guy. But whoever's hanging on to that car is doing a pretty goddamn good job of hanging on to that car, not getting ran over. And has to have a pretty decent wingspan to actually yeah. grab the two sides of the windshield like that. Um, and then after this little um, Ford Taurus rodeo, he's just like, good job, Repo Man. You've earned my car. <laughs> earned my and it wanders and off. And my respect. And my respect. <laughs> and I, I'm i too drunk to be driving anyway, because he's drinking a Budweiser while he's doing this. It's great. Yes. And he's a, they've got he's got cheerleaders who are also on the side of the road <laughs> drinking beer, watching this whole thing going, yeah! <laughs> I mean, are they his pals? Or did they just, like, stumble upon this fucking loony scene and are like, yes, Saturday's in L.A., baby! <laughs> <laughs> fucking chili peppers are like see we told you <laughs> <coughs> so so uh back at home jennifer uh the the purse lady her name's jennifer Je she's, jenny jenny um she gives him a house plant because she's a failed actress slash florist <laughs> that's what she does yeah. she's not a barista I, she's she a florist say florist because no, i'm pretty sure she's like I work at a plant store. <laughs> she is part of the welcoming committee, gentlemen, and she waitresses on the side. The welcoming committee for who? The building. Where did the plant what? come from, Jackie? She, she said I she works at the plant said, store. She's like, she said, I work at a plant store. She does. It's in my notes. Sam and you can't be wrong. She works at That's the plant true. Okay, store. I stand corrected. Oh, my God. Anyways, uh, he's like, oh, okay, well, that seems pretty nice. And uh, 
what are you what are you still doing standing there and she's like can i come in and he's like oh no <laughs> and then i write down erectile dysfunction <laughs> Uh, nope it's not happening today plus uh i'd have to up my rent but uh so that scene's done um so now he's got he goes back to work and he's got a repo at a fucking chopper this guy is late on his chopper payments which i guess is a thousand dollars a month because he's gonna get paid 3k for repoing this chopper and because he was in the military he knows how to fly choppers and the, the repo guy bulldog who gives him assignments it's like can you fly a chopper he's like well i was in the i was in the military i worked on him and uh uh did all sorts of stuff flew him all over that's not what i'm saying uh can you fly a chopper well yeah i it's like riding a bicycle once you do it you're, you're good that's not you're yep. not answering my question can you fly a chopper yes i can fly a chopper you're still not answering my question, says Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he told you he can fly a chopper, Bulldog. Jesus, you need it written down and like with diagrams and like pew, pew, pew marks like you did when you were a kid with choppers. Jesus. Yeah, I'm good. So he gets you into this chopper. This chopper does never, never does show up at the chop shop. Where would they put, Where would a, they chopper? put a chopper? You can't just drive it into a garage bay, Jackie. They come from the sky. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Where do you think he took the chopper? Like directly to the client or something? Uh And then when he got there, they didn't go, "Hey, would you like a much higher paying job flying helicopters?" No shit. And he's like, "Higher paying, dude. You should see what I fucking take home is. It's ridiculous." And they were like, "What the fuck? There's no way that this thing is legal." Because I'm getting paid too much, and so then the cops come and they bust him, and it's all over. So he does have to take that job on account of his big fucking flappy mouth. What do they think they do with like uh, when they uh, repossess the yachts, like the Russian oligarch yachts? Where do you suppose those go? The L.A. Harbor. I don't know. They're just sitting out there because it's not like just you can put them in there. a warehouse. They're a fucking boat. You can't. You'd have to put them in a shipyard, and you'd have to. Dedicate maintenance people to them. Yeah, and and or guys like because if I was if it's just for shits and giggles, let's say they're in the L.A. Harbor. I'm down staying the week in Long Beach. Uh, oh, hey, look, there's the Queen Mary. Also, there's a freaking six billion dollar yacht or whatever the hell these things are worth. Just sitting there. Let's go get on it. So you have to have guys, and those guys probably have guns. Otherwise, people would just fuck around on them all the time. Did you see that uh, those protesters fucked up the Walmart ladies' yacht? No. No? Yeah. The Walmart? Look that up. Okay. The heiress to the Walmart, she's got a fucking super yacht. Like, it's like aircraft carrier big, Uh dumb shit. Not that big. It's just really fucking big. Okay. And they spray painted shit all over it and, yeah. Dicks. Dicks. (laughs) Veiny dicks. Veiny, hairy dicks. <laughs> I don't know if your dick is hairy. That's weird. My yacht, it's ruined. It's joking. Well, I mean, you're making drawings. You could like draw like a penis palm tree with hair coming out of the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's art, Jackie. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Back to the chopper. 
This guy, he, he doesn't want to let go of his chopper. Literally. See what I did there? Yeah. So you're like, this movie's really low budget. It's got Grizzly Adams in it. I do not expect to see a helicopter stunt. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And there's a whole helicopter stunt sequence. And you're like, how the fuck did he pull that off? Yeah, no shit. Eventually, this guy does let go of his chopper. And I guess he gets the chopper. He gets that sweet $3,000. Meanwhile, Lippy, uh, or whatever his name is, is getting his face torn off by a Pontiac Bonneville because he laid underneath it and the car drives away. And he's like trying to steal it or whatever, mm -hmm. repossess it. And then the lady comes out and gets the paper and kisses her husband who's going to work in this mm -hmm. car. Does it seem like he's behind on his payments? It does not. These do not seem like repossessed people. No. And the guy's kind of a, a nerd. He's a, I'm he's sure a, that he would be easily overpowered for the keys to this vehicle. Not by this lippy guy, though. No, because they're not... They're not... It's subterfuge, Jackie. They're not repossessing. They are stealing these cars. They have to be. There's no other way that this can work. I'm I'm all in on car theft. But yeah, you can't lay under a Bonneville and have it drive over you. There's no ground clearance. You're fucking dead. Um, so Jennifer, Jenny, she has him over for dinner. And uh, it's it, dinner sucks, I guess. She didn't do a good he job cooking. Some of it, but she's like... My mom warned me this would happen. She warned you what would and happen. And then she he goes that you'd have Did a she warn you about what's that? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm asking. What she what she warn you about? Well, he goes, Did she warn you about anything else? And she's like, Yeah, old fat guys with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> um, <laughs> no but he and then she doesn't say anything. And you're like, She warned you that if you tried to make somebody dinner you'd fuck it up? The your is that what she warned you? Spaghetti marinara is going to get ruined because you overboil things. That's what she wa warned you of. Like you didn't put salt or pepper in this. That's what she, that's your mom's life. This is fuck your mom. You'll, you'll never get a man if you don't know how to cook. I mean, it's bland, but your mom fucking had to sit you down one day and say, look, there's something important we have to talk about. And it's salt and pepper. And if you don't put it on it, the food's going to be bad. That's what I'm warning you about. Take that with you as you go on into life. <laughs> Goodbye, my child. <laughs> if you don't listen to me right now, you're going to end up with no sex working at a plant store. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why don't I put salt and pepper on my food? You'll be dumping ragu on <laughs> shitty noodles in front of fat old guys wearing jackets when it's 90 degrees outside. Oh, mother. <laughs> if I'd only listen to you. I'm a fool! <laughs> and then she jumps out the window because it's all over. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, he reveals that uh, uh, he, oh boy, my nose gets, so we had to go get Taco Bell while we watched this movie, and <laughs> my Taco Bell was a disaster, because Taco Bell <laughs> always is. I mean, you can't multitask with Taco Bell. They're tacos. Even <laughs> concentrating while eating them, they go everywhere. All the shit falls out. You got lettuce and, and sauce and 
cheese and it's just a disaster. So I was being I, very careful while also trying to write notes at the same time while I had my paper on the arm of the chair that I sit in and I couldn't actually see what I was writing. I was guessing that I was writing legible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you and talking about the, not, the, the crunchy tacos? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they always get you into the crunchy tacos and there's no way they just explode. They don't, no. they're un, you can't get, so I actually just started slapping myself in the face with them uh-huh. and I get more in my mouth right. that way. <laughs> just chuck them, just chuck them at yourself. <laughs> Odds are higher. Okay, uh, he, I figure I translated. He reveals that he needs money fast or his home in Minnesota is going to get repoed. That's why he's here repoing. Um, It's worse than that. What he says is, well, I had my own repo business in Minnesota, but then the highway came through and took the land. <laughs> and if I don't... So there's already a highway there. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? <clears throat> They're going to repo his shop now? They already bu- They've already built a highway over your home. Mm-hmm. Why do you care about your shop at all at this point? And then they are like, if you don't give us the money from us fucking up your life, we're going to take away more of it. And he's like, you didn't pay me for my house. I... Received a bill for $60,000 for you paving over my home. See, I took this a different way, that when they put in the highway, he got Route 66. And, like, the uh, the town dried up and everybody moved away and I had no jobs. Well, there's still cars that can be repoed in Minnesota. And he's like, uh, yeah, but I can't. It's better here, baby. This is big business out here. Yeah, because you're not repoing or thieving. You're you're making ten grand a day stealing cars. Either way, the highway came in and ruined that man's life. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah. Fucking infrastructure. God damn it, sons of bitches. First, you bury a town in, I don't know, Mississippi in water and just make out of the, and then the rust bowl and or the dust bowl and the rust bowl and fuck. God damn it. And, and, oh, and he lost World War Two. Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. That's what Trump said. Our real president. Yep. You're an ass. Be (laughs) quiet. I'm not kidding. Trump literally said that Joe Biden lost World War II. And oh my God! Who's Are a fucking serious? old insane person? They're both too old. Who's who, no? But which one is an actual old insane person? God damn it! Fuck! Uh, uh, fucking thirty percent proof. Kiss my ass. Joe Biden's a great president. Okay, so uh, uh, he, he's like, okay, I'm, yeah, the weird thing about your mom warning you all that. Uh, I could spend a lot of time on that, and we have. Uh, but I got to go. What? You had two bites. Yeah, I got to go repo cars because I scheduled a date at the exact point in time that I also have to go repo cars. <laughs> no, that it doesn't was an make excuse any sense to get the hell out of there because the food was gross. And he had spit it out in his napkin and he was like, I got to jam out of here before she realizes that I just spit my food back into the napkin. Busy bee. <laughs> and how do I know that that's a thing? Well, I used to do it. Yeah, <laughs> still do. Um, so this the I, I, I call him a mark because they're thieving cars. I, uh, I, yeah. I don't know what the actual repo e is called in in the English language, but he, this guy's a mark. Uh, he's a big guy. Comes at him with a crowbar and uh, they're fucks up somebody else's yeah, car. Yeah, really bad. And he's overpowering 
the Jake Baxter. So Jake resorts to nut grabbing. The nut grab. I got your balls and your keys to your children's future. Yeah. <laughs> See that? See that? Now, actually, give me yeah. your car keys. <laughs> the crown jewels. I'm going to crush them. Crushing the. Okay. Uh, wedding tackle. <laughs> Okay, so then he spends his nights alone instead of with Jenny, who is very much attracted to him. He's watching cowboy movies and eating whole grain bread that he tears apart and dips into a bowl of undeclared substance. (laughs) It looked like porridge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it's got fucking salt and pepper in it, Jenny. Old fashioned people are too modern for me. I'm a fucking caveman. (laughs) (laughs) And like, he is so intense on watching this cowboy movie. He can't even look down at the bread that he's tearing up and (laughs) dipping it. He's just laser focused. And I thought it was going to go somewhere like ding dong. Somebody's, oh, damn it. My freaking cowboy movie. But no, that's just, we get a shot of him doing this as if this is his life. Because on account of the erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, that get some more repos. Skid or I can't remember. Scat, whatever. One of the repo guys. He has to go. Skid after, Mark. Yeah. He has to go after a Winnebago. And as he knocks on it, uh, there is a lady in there. And she's like, oh, you can't take my Winnebago. And he's like, no, nope, ma'am, that's the brakes. I'm sorry. I got it. Well, isn't there something we can work out between each other? Uh, like you eat my breasts? Because <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, he motorboats her, too. Oh, he actually does a motor- real, yeah, real motorboat. And then she's like, quit chewing on my breasts. You can nibble them, but you're eating them. <laughs> she hits her head on the cabinets. Oh, yeah. It's just, he's, Skidmark is not good at the sex. Meanwhile, one of the other guys has repoed a, a dirt bike, and he's out there uh, shredding some gnar while getting chased by freaking Chuck Norris in his sweet-ass blazer. The voiceovers in this are just incredible. Oh, they're so bad and great. Like, they're, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to get you now. Oh, it's my motorcycle. I'm going to get you. going to get you. It's so weird. And he's just freaking heel clickering and supermaning all over the freaking dunes and doing donuts. And then it's like car chase. Boobs. Car chase. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Back and forth. Cuts back to the boobs twice during this motorcycle chase. It's great. Great editing. Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jake's de- uh, repoing that day involved driving through a garage door in a Lincoln. I think it was a Buick Regal. Yeah, it might have been. Big car. It was a big car. Drove through a garage door. Can't do that in a small car. No Mini Cooper's no. ever driven through a garage door, Sam. You got to have a fucking Detroit steel for that shit. Yeah. So then they take him to the the racetrack and it's called the Super Smash Smash something rather. I don't know. It's a 8. It's a circle 8. 
or figure eight. And so when the cars get to the middle of the eight, they can sometimes crash into each other. And one guy had his throat torn out. How does that work? Well, he didn't pay his bar tab and Dalton grabbed yeah. it and just took it right out. It was unrelated, but one time a guy had his throat ripped out. No, I don't know. Maybe he went through the windshield. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> Jackie? Looked like you had some thought to share about carnage at the automobile Well, you racing stole my circuit. joke, you, you fucking Dalton. bastard. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, I was going to bring up the Dalton thing, and then yeah, you were like, it's there. snatch and grab it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was my joke. God damn it. <laughs> that trick um okay. and then we get introduced to king at this point right sort of yeah and Lincoln we king. don't know why the fuck this is happening mm-hmm. because we're going to discover that this is our villain sort of sort of but right now he's just some guy yeah he's a big time criminal now he's not even a big timer but he's a pimp and he's a pusher and what else? I don't know. So he's a drug seller. That's a pusher, Jackie. Oh, well, I don't do drugs, so I wouldn't know that. But uh, he also looks like Barry Manilow. Old Barry Manilow. A bit. I was also thinking ugly Eric Roberts. Rod Stewart. Oh, he does look a little bit like Rod Stewart. Yeah. Tonight, he's the voice tonight. of Zed in the Power Rangers. Okay. Among other voices. He does a lot of voices. He did a lot of voices for the Power Rangers, I guess. Mm. Okay, so uh, Lincoln, we're now in his narrative because he goes and meets with this dude named Mr. Kovard. Who I have just decided his first name is Ernie. Ernie Kovard. Okay, why? Because it sounds like Bernie Kozar. That sucks, Sam. Take it back. No, I don't Bernie's like awesome. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Anytime I can rhyme with Boney, Bernie Kosar, I'm going to do it. It's not even close. Ernie Kovar, Bernie Kosar, sounds <laughs> it's perfect. Ernie, Bernie, Bernie, Ernie. <laughs> they met, right? You know. Ernie, Bernie's like, sounds pretty good, man. My mother warned me about this. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, he owes this Bernie Kozar guy some money, uh, and he's like, you know what, I could blow you away right now, but I'm in typical this movie fashion, or this scenario in these movies. You got you got more time, so you better get that money or I'm going to kill you. Okay. Uh, I like that- Well, uh, it seems like this is not the first time that he's threatened this guy. No, it's, it can't I be. I wonder if he has, like, a three strikes and you're out policy, because- yeah. What are you- what are you doing getting into people if you're pimping, right? Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I what need are you doing? Is this where he gets his drugs and he's like, well, I sold all the drugs and I kept that money. And he's like, good, I'm going to kill you and find a better drug dealer. Like, <laughs> how do you get into this guy for 53 grand without being a total nutsack? Right. Um, Waldo gets some uh, makeup put on him because he's this sleeping. Was- and it's like, oh, how embarrassing for Waldo. But you can't, when he goes out in the daylight, you can't even tell it's it on It goes him. absolutely nowhere. Nobody even looks at him. He's sneak. He's stealing cars. It's not like he's making public appearances at the fucking local library, guys. He's sneaking around cars and thieving them. Nobody's supposed to see him. And also, why do you have lipstick? Dudes, 
hey, Gary, get the lipstick. This is a shop, man. We have fucking ratchets and impact drivers. We don't have lipstick. How about how about we put a put a drop penis on him in fucking grease? That'll get him. That's something we yep. can do here. But you have lipstick. God damn it, you're right. I do. Yeah. Uh, I think that they should have went with you, Sam's artistic touch there with the uh, palm tree, with the yeah. leaves coming out of the top on him. I think the, the reasonable explanation is they have the lipstick because um, Blondie was uh, J. Edgar Hoover for Halloween. Mm, checks mm. out. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the guy that Waldo gets the car from is at the gas station. And he's so shocked, he just keeps pumping gas into the air. Into the air. And in today's modern society, I, I, I weep like the Native American man on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's like $50, guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I want that gas. It's worse than a gasoline fight. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I That was immediately what I thought. It was the gasoline fight in uh, Zoolander. Oh, man. It's cherished, pressured stuff. Um, all right, so Jake goes back to the racetrack, and Bobby's there, and he's got a car, and he's like, Jake, this car's bitching. It's going to win everything, uh, and there's a huge race coming up, but I need a favor, uh, an investment, if you will. Um, I need $3,000 to make the $5,000 entry fee. If I win, you get that money back plus another 15000 out of the $75,000 championship pot. The and then Jake goes, we'll just go to work tomorrow and you'll have $5,000. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, so he's like, oh, well, can you drive? And he's like, yeah, I can drive. Watch this. He gives him two laps and he comes in and he's like, what time do I got? And he's like, one minute and 47 seconds. And Jake looks at it and he's like, hmm, now give me the keys. And he gets in and he does a lap and he does it in 37 seconds. He's a minute, a minute- 10 faster and over double as fast so if he was racing against him in a 10 lap race when he was done with the race blondie would have six more laps correct (laughs) i mean uh that doesn't math does okay whatever he's like yep i'm a pretty good racer okay uh elsewhere uh lincoln is being lincoln he's being a pimp and uh, he's telling this lady, go book a bunch of pool or you can't have your drugs. Uh, and then he busts into this uh, porno shoot and he fucking tells the director how to freaking do it. But the yep. script, fuck your script. Wait, you're also making pornos? You're making porn. You've got hookers. You're probably on a strip club for a front. How do you get into a guy for 53 grand and not be able to pay him back immediately? Porno shoots are expensive, dude. I mean, not like fucking a Michael Bay movie or anything, but how did you get? Also, just do the porno thing. You don't need all this other shit. Porno's legal. Just make the porn. That fucking porno lady was hot. The money in porn is... Way better than Way better. anything Just he's do doing. Let the let the porno director shoot. It seemed like he was doing a good move. Good, uh, he's making a fine picture right there. You know, got a bunch of chicks on a bed. Some dude about to have a great day. You know, some other dude that's like, I'm going to eat the boobs. 
He actually just smashes his face into a boob. Like, yeah. <laughs> just get in there. That was hot in 1990, Sam. It was a real big deal. All right, so uh, he's he's bad at business. Uh, Bobby, or Blondie, because I wrote down Bobby this whole thing, um, so I'm going to fuck that up. He's got to repo Lincoln's car, his Mercedes SL, and he gets nabbed while doing Wait, it. Wait, you keep calling him Lincoln, but his name is King. His first name is Lincoln. Lincoln King. Lincoln King. Oh, okay. King's just a little Lincoln is distinctive. His name is Lincoln. I know no, I know who you're talking about. Um all right, so he Blondie gets nabbed while doing it and I guess they twist his arm too much and so he hurts his hand and so now he can't race the car and Jake's got to have to do it. No, they slam his arm into the car door okay. with the well, car door. Okay. Ouch. Bummer. He's got a broken arm either yeah. way. So that's and then, now we've gotten to the plot of this movie, I think. We're, I think, an hour into this thing, and we now have the semblance of a plot. Because the rest of this was just guys going and repoing cars. And boobs. And boobs. And boobs. <laughs> and stunts. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Jake is going to race. But Jake goes to Lincoln, and uh, he asks for the keys to his car. He's like, I'm going to repo your car. He's like, like hell you are. And he smashes his balls. And... Uh, roughs him up, and he gets the car, and he drives it back, and now he's the hero of the shop. He kicks the shit out of both of these guys. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he beats them up pretty good. And then he, like, throws the camera, the the security guy, and he's like, expose this, and punches <laughs> him. It's great. It's great. Um, So, Jay, this is also the uh, rest of the how this movie's going to go, because now we're at the point where Jake and Jenny are spending most of their time just up on the roof of the building drinking beer wine. And beer out of wine glasses. And not banging. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction is written three times on this page that I just turned to. She's like, so um, I've been thinking about it, and I, just, I think you're really great. And every time I look at you, I get this funny feeling inside my stomach. And... I think it's time we need to move to the next level. He's like, go, oh, no, 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 no. Let's practice your lines. You got a big audition. Let's practice your slides. Anything to distract from that conversation that I am not going to be able to uh, assist you with and perform at, but uh, I'm going to try this acting thing and help you out. And she's like, oh, finally. So he's like, she goes, do you want another beer? And he's like, I guess so. You don't need this wine glass, but whatever. And then she goes inside to get one, but I guess the villains just followed him home. I don't know, but you skipped way ahead because oh, did I? yeah, because she. Oh, this is, this is the script reading the part. The script reading part. Okay, no, never. Gets I never sexy, mind. and she's like, "Give me some of those lips," and he's like, "Oh no 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 no! I have to go walk the streets," and he just goes walks the streets and. Gets a goes to the freaking guy on the street that makes balloon animals, and the balloon animal guy is like, "You you want me to just blow this up like a like a big penis that works?" And he's like, "Hey, you son of a bitch! No, give me a fucking dog for that kid over there. Give me a poodle for the kid." I, oh, did you know about? They that? don't have Viagra yet. It's 1990. <laughs> they didn't need it. There's cocaine everywhere. Yep. 
So he goes back to drinking on the roof with Jenny, and there he reveals that he was in the time trials of the Indy 500 and did such a great job, probably a minute and 10 seconds faster than anybody else, and that he was going to win the Indy 500. But, yeah. you know, the thing is, is that while he was doing those time trials, his wife kind of died, and he kind of knew that she was dying, and instead he went auto racing. And so after she died and he came back and the doctor was like, sir, I'm, I'm afraid your wife has passed. And he's like, huh. Do I want to do auto racing anymore? Yeah. I don't think I do. Also, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was doing the time trials and I had the fastest time trial. It was fast enough to win. Ask fucking Mario and right? Or not Mario. Mark with uh, the, the son. The Andretti. You know what I'm talking about? Not John. Is it relevant? Is it super Mark? important to the jo joke? I mean, are we not going to understand? No, I, I fucked it up already. <laughs> well, he went. He was the fastest guy in time trials every time, and he he blew the fucking car up halfway through. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, Mike, either way, he was like Michael Andretti. Either way, he goes. I so I gave up racing at that point, but now I really wish I would not have. <laughs> Like, dude, you went racing instead of being with your dying wife in the hospital. Are you fucking kidding me? You suck, sir. What was your wife dying of? I crashed the car on her side on the way to the racetrack. <laughs> I mean, man, I was hauling ass, though. You should have seen it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, took flight. I started to lift off, and I, uh, I had to slow down a little bit. When I slowed down, I just drove her straight into the back of a semi. Yep. She died. But for me, it was good for me because I ejected straight into my race car and just kept driving. Time trials. That's how I was so fast. I got a flying start. <laughs> <laughs> Wife didn't make it, though. But fucker. <laughs> That's what he's like. This guy sucks. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, so you were a Marine. Mm -hmm. Then you were a race car driver. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm sad. So I'm going to move to Minnesota and be a repo man. I'm still not real clear what he was doing in Minnesota. I think he was just chopping wood. I thought he had his own repo shop in Minnesota. Either I way, don't know what's going on. Either way, uh, Jenny, uh, you might go and get me another beer. No, you go get it yourself, you fucking horrible person. I don't want to be romantically involved. You chose to go do sports instead of holding the hand of your spouse and partner who you made a commitment to sickness and health. Not sickness and health unless there's fucking sports happening, you son of a bitch. Right, go get your own fucking beer. I'm done with you. Well, in his defense, they had been, you know, having some problems lately. In the bedroom. She was being really needy. <laughs> <laughs> Always asking him to come and visit. Hold my hand. Tell me you love me. And he was like, you know, at that point, I just couldn't deal with her shit anymore. So I just went to the time trials. <laughs> come and see me sometime. <laughs> come and see me die. <laughs> okay. <coughs> All right, so uh, she goes to go get more beer, and Lincoln's got her. Uh, so, yeah, how did he even know that they were involved together? And they're at her apartment. They're at her like apartment. Her... 
Yeah. Dubious. Dubious. And also, like, he comes in and he's like, this beer's taking too long, goddammit. And a guy bear hugs him and subdues him. <laughs> yeah, right. This is You've been like a fucking bearded war machine, uh-huh. but then the bear hug gets him. Yes. And she's strung up on a milk, craton, milk carton uh, with the hangman's noose around her neck with bailing twine, basically. Like, dude, that rope is not going to support your weight of your body. Also, it's hung with drywall. Drywall will also not support the weight of your body. You are not in danger. That's not what bailing twine looks like, sweetheart. Oh yeah, you're telling it's heavy twine. You're telling the guy that grew up on a fucking ranch what bailing twine is. Bailing twine looks yeah. like yeah. They have different weights of it, Jackie. Yeah. That's bailing twine. It's, no. it's not hanging. I've only seen rope. the orange kind. <sighs> Bodies are. I mean, she's not a big lady, but she'd still snap that rope immediately also the drywall problem like it's yeah you're fine you're fine kick his ass um so lincoln says uh no i got a lot of money on you in this race so you're gonna win he's like i was planning on it or else okay because this is always like you got to take a dive situation this is a dive I don't actually need to be here doing this. Yeah. I mean, this is a dive situation. You take a dive, you lose the race because I'm betting on uh, Doug or whatever. And if you don't, I'm going to fucking kill your girlfriend. And now he's like, oh, Jesus, if I won the race, I could have gone, paid off my fucking whatever house repossession thing. Highway debacle. But now I'm stuck and he makes the right choice and saves his lady's life and they live a struggling life in L.A., but at least they have each other. That's the movie that usually would get written. That is not what is happening here. Win that race or else. Dude, I I wasn't planning on trying to lose. I'm nuts. Yep. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are we doing here exactly? Dude, what are, what are we, why are you here? <laughs> Well, I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. <laughs> okay. Tell me that at the track. I mean, also pay your fucking bills, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking pissed at me. Pay- Jesus. You're, you couldn't make your car payment to just a bank. And also you're indebted to a gangster. I mean, <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, that's because. And then he, he's like, okay, well, bye. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, are you okay, Jenny? And she wants some water. And he comes back and he tells her to go to Colorado for a month. Right. And then throws a, a bunch month? of money at her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Here's five grand. $5,000. Make this in a day. <sighs> she does not and go then, to Colorado. No, she doesn't, she doesn't. But did you also know she never gives back his money? No. Oh. <laughs> She has she has spent that shit on drugs. Drugs, really, Jenny. She's a sweet, kind, caring, loving no, person. Jackie. She's from the block. The okay. Block. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God! She's doing it again. Yes, ah, I finally no. got it in there. No, no, that's that's got it in there. That's take it out. <laughs> she's still she's still Jenny from the block. I want Used gone. to have a little. Now she's got a lot because she hit take, up her sugar daddy. 
Who looks like hot. Take it out and throw it in the trash. That joke stinks, Jackie. Awesome joke. You want to put it in there someplace, put it in the toilet and flush it. Because yuck. That is gross. <laughs> it's like, mm, 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 mm. Okay, so it's race time. Uh, and uh, we're going to sk- go through this pretty quick. This is the unfortunately worst part of the whole movie because it, so it takes way too fucking long. But Jake is winning. The, the race has... There's so much money in this race that it can't make sense. Mm-mm. But then they're like, they try to explain why there's too much money in the race. Right. And there's like tens of because, people there. And everybody that's there is a deranged gambler. That has buckets of cash to buckets shut down on a fucking cash. demolition derby. Just other betting avenues, guys. Like Santa Anita's a great Santa time. Santa Anita's right fucking there. Not clunkers not going i mean okay also there's no way that this could be financed like with the amount of people that are there you go up to the betting table and you throw down your rubber band wad of cash crisp 100s they're gonna look at you like we don't have the capacity to deal with a bet that size we have like a 500 dollars limit bud <laughs> they're betting each other that's it doesn't how, make any that's sense. That's not how bookies work. It's not how it works. It's not how it works. Okay, uh, so Jake is winning, but then he just starts slowing down for some reason. But I, my only thought is that he got kind of tired. Like, he's getting sleepy. He's just old and weird. He just slows down for no reason. I think because it was getting really congested and he knew that there were going to start being accidents. And so if he backs off, they'll automatically take themselves out of the race. And it does work. No, a lot of them do crash. Jackie, you know how you avoid other cars crashing? Stay in fucking first. Stay in front of them. Everything that's behind you is not your problem. That is that is not how racing works, sweetheart. No, nope. <laughs> I'm going to slow down to win. Okay, no. Um, so he he just gets sleepy or something, and then there's this huge big crash and explosion. People have now died. Died. And uh, he's... The explosion ripped another guy's throat out. Yeah, right, right. And he just stops right at the finish line. And loses the race. Does he get out and run to the explosion and try to pull bodies out to try to save some people's lives? No, he just sits there. He just sits there. Huh. What you doing, Jake? Thinking. <laughs> and then I don't, he, he just goes home to Jenny. Like, a man say, who is sitting there at the racetrack, you can see him, is he's doing the finger over the neck thing, and you're just going to go home where you know that he is going to be waiting for you and your girlfriend because she said, I'm not leaving. It's not happening. I'm also watching. I'm also in the stands. I just watched that guy do the finger thing over his throat to you. Let's go home. Well, in his in his defense, he at, at this point he still thinks that she went to Colorado. He's an idiot. No, she didn't go to Colorado. Well, I'm, I'm assuming she just went to Colorado, like I told her to, even though she told me she wasn't going to like 15 times. But her life is on the line. God, you are dumber than a fucking pile of hair, Jake. 
And sure as shit, Lincoln's there. He's got a gun, points it in his throat, and would have blown him away if it hadn't been for the one thing he never expected. The boys. The power of friendship. The boys are there. They got fucking tools. <laughs> so so there's a rumble. This, there's a rumble, and this is great because... His henchmen just like multiply out right? of nowhere, yeah, out of thin just, air, just, so that there can be more they fighting. They can have a rumble. <laughs> Fucking director was like, "Yeah, I mean, you, he's only had two Spawn guys, some henchmen, it's been him and this other dude this whole time." But he has just henchers come running in for rumble. Uh, and then his Cor- Corvid Covard Kozar shows up with his Ernie men, Kovar, and he uh, tells them to get the hell out of there. And uh, then he shoots Lincoln in the chest for not paying him. So that problem is solved. Back at the shop, boys, they're popping champagne because either because somebody repoed a $60,000 Mercedes or one of the boys won $75,000 at the racetrack. Jam. Jam Jam one. Jam. Or because Lincoln King is dead. I have no idea why these guys are popping bubbly, but that's what they're doing. And and, and they're not celebrating the fact that they're all out of a bunch of fucking money other than Jam, because all of them fucking bet on the guy who beat the trial time by a minute and 10 seconds. They're all out of their freaking paychecks, including the boss. Actually, I think... Jam's still under ten grand because he put eighty five on Jake to win. Right? <laughs> God damn it! What are you guys celebrating for? And then Jake shows up and he brings Jenny and his landlady. <laughs> hey, she's back. His landlady's like, "Hey, I'm gonna bang you, Blondie." <laughs> He's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then he immediately turns around and leaves. <laughs> Drops like, off. All right, see you guys tomorrow. Okay, okay, I guess I, he's like, well, yeah, you stopped the car. I'm not going to be able to explain why I did that to you or myself, but I think Minnesota repoed my life or something, so I work here now. <laughs> See you tomorrow. That's it. Nobody says, what happened? What? <laughs> why did you stop at the finish line? You fucking idiot. Okay, bye, Jake. Bye. <laughs> and then the most in I have never seen what is ha- what happens next because Jam does a rap. Uh huh. Freeze frame credits. Yep. Oh, but then wait the movie starts going again. <laughs> They fucked up freeze frame credits. Right. I've never seen I, that happen I before. Wrote it down, freeze frame credits, and then nope. The shop or not. The shop goes back to doing regular chopping business and shenanigans that the well, most of the movie was about. It's like they just crammed some extra footage. And then Jake and Jenny are back on their rooftop and she's in a fancy dress and uh twirling around because she's an actress, wannabe. And he's like, <laughs> my penis still doesn't work. I haven't yep. fixed that problem in this movie. Didn't really fix any problems in this movie, to tell you the truth. We just kind of repos cars mm-hmm. that weren't needing to be repoed because we're thieves. 
And that's the movie. So, questions. Why did he stop? Why did... Is there... What life lesson could be learned by him stopping the car? What is our artistic interpretation of him stopping the car? Jackie, give me any possible theory because I am stuck. He had a change of heart where he was like, okay, the land in Minnesota is already fucked because there's a freeway through it now. And I can fuck myself, which is fine because they're going to repossess me anyway, but I can actually fuck this Lincoln King guy completely. And so they, he has him. no idea. You, you know, you know, I, I don't do a whole lot of fucking. So at least I'm going to be fucking something for once, even if it is myself. But he has no idea what kind of trouble Lincoln King is in. So this can't ha- be he, his plan. He has no idea. He, he A man who, A, doesn't know who he is because at no point was it revealed while he repoed that SL, did he go, oh, and my name's Jake Baxter. Don't forget it, Buster. He walks in there, throws those guys around. They're unconscious when he takes the keys and uh, goes, like, they can't have followed him. They don't know who he is. But B, he also doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know who Lincoln King is and what all his shit is, just other that he's a... Scumbag pimp. Okay. Um, well, that, but when they try to hang the girlfriend, he does tell him, look, I'm putting a bunch of money on you and you better fucking win. Right. Right. So he's just doing it to screw King. Shit. Why, though? He's going to die. A man has threatened to kill you and your girlfriend. You got two options. You go to the fucking cops or you do what that guy says. Let's be realistic. He did a... Uh, hop out on his first wife when she was dying from the right? accident that he caused. <laughs> Which he doesn't is have good. a good track record here. Yeah, but his track record was winning goddamn races while his girlfriend was dying. Now he's just like, well, I'm gonna park it. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Well, that's what he did when his wife died. Like, she's like, okay, I'm dying, and he's like, piss off, I'm gonna go racing. Uh-huh. And like, she died, and he's like, well, I quit racing now. And they're like, Why? That doesn't make any sense. You didn't no give sense. two shits a minute ago. A minute, yeah. God, I, I, Jackie, I, that doesn't work. It, it's contradictory. No, that doesn't work there's no, at all. There's no way to explain why he stops the car. There isn't. There is nothing you can do. Even like pooping <laughs> wouldn't work because he just sits in the car. Uh-huh. So he wanted to poop on himself in a still car. Right. He just sits there. It doesn't make any sense. The movie sense. could have done one thing to explain this, and it could have showed him in post going up and getting all of his winnings because he bet on jam, and he actually did throw the race. But that doesn't happen. No, all it doesn't. Out. All worked out because I won. But now I'm... I. It's super dumb. I mean, I, I think we're stuck. There's just a dead end right there. There's nowhere to go. At no point is it resolved. I don't know if you can answer any of the questions here. Because I have one other question uh-huh. that no one will have the answer to. Okay. Who is Bucky Slash? Bucky Slash? What? In the middle of the race, all of a sudden, the guy called her. He's like, oh, here comes Bucky Slash. <laughs> 
And then he's just talking about Bucky Slash for the last half of the race, and we never see him. Oh, man, poor Bucky Slash. I also like Bucky Slash's fans, because every time something bad happens to Bucky Slash, they just have the same shot with these four fans going, oh, the over, the same shot. (laughs) So weird. Uh, My question is, we got two choices here on what happens after the end of the movie. Jenny dumps him after her first acting role is awarded to her, or does she never make it and stays as a florist? <laughs> she doesn't work at a flower a plant store. store. She works at a plant, plant store. store. Yeah, does she stay at the plant store? <laughs> I'm thinking she stays at the plant store. Um, yeah. Because I mean, she, she tries, she tries for six more years, and then he's like, "Look, you're getting past childbearing years." We got to do this. Okay, I like it. Because Viagra finally comes out. So Ah, then they move back to Minnesota. Soggy bottom boner boys are in action. Yeah, that's right. It was like right around uh, 96, Jackie. Good, good timelining, continuity. I like it. I like it. Rudge, nudge, good grin. Uh, And uh, because if she gets a job, like her first red carpet, she's like, goodbye, Jake. Why, oh yeah. Why would I have anything to do with you at all? But if she's a florist, she's dependent upon him and he's kind of dependent upon her too. So they make it. Viagra season. Even though he's 20 years her senior. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, I've got one more. Jam just made, unless Sam's right, but let's for the sake of the movie, Jam just made 75,000 uh, anything happen with that that we can think of, or does he just spend it all on speakers? <laughs> I think they're spending it on the bullshit in their cars, right. like all of it. Seventy-five k in nineteen nineties, a pretty big chunk of change. Everyone in this movie is an idiot. Everyone in this movie, yeah. Not to mention that seventy-five k was acquired illegally because this race is like, oh, they don't, they just ignore us. It's not sanctioned. It's illegal. They say it like five times in the movie. I I know what Jam does with the money. Okay. He builds an even faster race car for the same race. <laughs> it's like not realizing that he's topped out already. <laughs> uh, that's so dumb. All right. Final recommendations. I'm going to go first. Absolutely. I fucking love this movie. I did not think I was going to, but from the first second with the shots of the city and that stupid music, I was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) And other than the race taking too long, I reduced it one star for that. But other than that, it would have been an eight star movie, which is pretty fucking high for a movie I'd never even heard of that nobody fucking talks about. Definitely do. There is no scenario where you shouldn't watch this movie. Awesome. Jackie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a do too. It was highly entertaining. It was funny. Um, the music was terrible. The plot line doesn't really make sense sometimes, but you know, you really do Forever. like, you, you do, you really do like Dan Fogarty's, uh, Dan Fogarty. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah, Dan Fogarty. <laughs> Dan Haggerty, you even fucked up John Fogarty. John Fogarty. <laughs> Dan Haggerty, you really do like his character, and you know, no, you he, don't. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I'm going to give it a do. I liked it. Yeah, I love. He's a good guy. No, he let his fucking wife die. He wasn't there. And he steals cars and beats up pimps. <laughs> yeah. Not because the the pimp thing is like just incidentally good. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about human trafficking at all. He just wants the fucking keys so that he can be the hero of his shop. He sucks. He's a bad person. And it all revolves around his erectile dysfunction. If this <laughs> junk worked, there would be no problems. But that's not an excuse, buddy. God damn. Okay, Sam. Yeah, it's definitely a do. I did not expect it to be this good. And it was the same way. Like, once it started, I was like, oh, shit, we are in for something here. <laughs> and even the dry spots, due to the sort of oddness and mm -hmm. nonsensical nature of the film even the boring stuff you're like staring at going this doesn't even make sense no. and i was riffing the whole damn time it's a good riffer the only uh, seriously the only section is that there needs to be about five minutes taking off the race but i like you could probably redo the race and listen to that I announcer Rather, because, you know, I, I, the whole time I'm sitting there writing notes and I'm looking for things that are happening and nothing was happening during the race and it was garbled mess and we couldn't even tell who was winning. Uh, but yeah. uh, that voiceover the whole time was, you know, maybe there's something there. I actually didn't mind the race being too long because it was so too long that it became confusing to the point of comedy uh -huh. because I'm like, I can't even... There's just cutting back and forth from these guys that are upset to him in a car. Then there's the upset guys again. And you're like, I don't even know what's happening in this race. And the man that's telling me is saying things that don't make sense. Like, here comes Bucky <laughs> Slash. Not who's in first or something <laughs> like that. Oh, also, Dan Haggerty was doing some of the driving. Lots of shots of him inside the actual car driving. It wasn't necessarily dangerous driving, but he did do some yeah. driving work. So maybe he did all the driving work. I don't know. I'd be curious about that. Uh, next week on the show is Jackie's Pick. Let's go. Toots, you got something, right? Uh, no, you know how no. I said earlier in the show how I was making more of an effort to, like, you know, not be a piece of shit? <laughs> I was just kidding. I don't have another movie picked out yet. Uh, I'm going okay. to. I promise. I'm, I'm, I'm fearful. Every time you're not prepared, it's usually something terrible. But uh, we'll see. Uh, guys, have a great week. Get to the chopper.